is Adam Smith. Hello. Hi. Am I, so am I speaking with Phil Dibvig? Ah, yes, you are. Oh, how lovely. Thank you. Well, first of all, <laughs> how did you hear the news? So, um, basically, I woke up this morning and my phone had been on uh, Do Not Disturb. And when I woke up, I had what seemed like thousands of messages and things. So I thought something is up, and uh, and and I figured out uh, pretty soon what it was. <laughs> when did you know for sure that it was true? I, I knew that this was the day, and actually a couple people had suggested I might get it. I said, no, that won't happen. And and uh, uh, But anyway, I went to NobelPrize.org. Uh, your website, and and there it was with with Ben and, and Doug and me. So uh, very nice, very nice. I was half asleep, and my initial response was probably stress. <laughs> <laughs> What's this going to do to my life? <laughs> but but it, now that it's settled in, so I'm, uh, I'm quite happy. Yeah. So you've had a couple of hours to get used to it. What's it done to your life so far? <laughs> Well, I just I have more phone calls and emails and messages than I can possibly uh, respond to uh, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose it's going to be playing catch up for quite a few days. Um, Douglas Diamond, when we spoke to him, was uh, very eloquent in speaking about your relationship and how much he valued your insight into social sciences and to the clarity of your thought. It was obviously a very special relationship that led to you being able to develop this model. Yeah, Doug is an amazing guy, and he's, he's a great co-author. And we, we worked so hard to make the paper simple, but during the time we were writing it, it was uh, it could be somewhat intense. It was never unpleasant. But, uh, you know, one of us would say, well, we should assume this. And the other one would say, no, that'll be too complicated. We can never solve that. And the other one would say, well, how about if we um, try that? And then I say, no, no, that's going to throw away all the economics and back and forth. And I'm hoping that in, as a result, you know, for economists, that uh, they'll find that to be a simple paper to read. And I think it paid off some because it's an, it's because the model's pretty simple. It's 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 easy to extend. With you know, we've left some room where people can add some things and still uh, solve the model. Mm. Well, it's become so important and is so very widely used. Do you feel that it's being applied correctly? Oh, one never knows. (laughs) (laughs) I I do think, you know, on a few occasions, I've talked to practitioners uh, who are, especially regulatory practitioners, who do understand this. And of course, Ben, he understands our model and he's made his own uh, separate contributions, and and I assure you, he understands their model, and that to the extent that that it was uh, useful for what he was doing, he made good use of it. Mm. From a theoretician's point of view, do you think that the world is better set now than it was when you were working on this model to avoid crises? I mean, obviously. Um, although this may not be a, I don't know whether this counts, what we're in now is a full-blown crisis. An awful lot of people are very worried about what's happening. Are we in a better place? Um, that's always hard to assess. And as a theorist, I know more about the models than I do about the details of what's going on in the world. 
personally, if I look at the economy, I think it'll be a little, I think we're in a little bit of a tough time, but I'm worried more about inflation and, uh, and government debt and uh, big spending than I am about, about an actual financial crisis where the, where the banking sector uh, has problems. One of the takeaways that you could have from our model is, by nature, uh, financial crises are not predictable, because if people could predict it, then they would not enter the contracts they're in that are going to be subject to run. Yes. Well, um, we will have a chance to speak about this at greater length once uh, <laughs> some time has passed and, uh, and uh, things are a little bit calmer. Well, it's been a pleasure speaking to you and many congratulations. Yeah, thanks so much. Look forward to speaking again soon. Thank you. Yeah, bye bye. You just heard a special episode of Nobel Prize Conversations. If you enjoyed this moment, we have another special episode you won't want to miss on Nobel Prize origin stories. We present clips of laureates recalling formative moments, and Adam explores the unexpected factors that can shape the lives and careers of these great minds. Find it on Acast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Nobel Prize Conversations is a podcast series with Adam Smith, a co-production for FILT and Nobel Prize Outreach. The editorial team includes Andrew Hart, Olivia Lundquist, and me, Claire Brilliant. Music by Epidemic Sound. If you're passionate about the Nobel Prize, you won't want to miss a single episode of our podcast. Be sure to subscribe. We're available on Acast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, GeoSarvan, Spotify, and many, many more popular platforms.